If I told you I had a story needing to be heard, would you tell it? Better yet, if you knew your story could help someone else, would you share it? Today, my guest is actually going to be anonymous, but we're going to call her Brittany. Today, she's going to talk about, well, this is a sensitive topic, so be prepared. But the outcome will be pretty good, too. Uh, In 2019, my guest was diagnosed with AIDS contracted by a longtime boyfriend who did not tell her he was infected. Hi, I'm Christine Hotchkiss, and I believe everyone has a story that is unique, just like our fingerprints that puts us on the path of our journey. Some call it purpose. Each story can help, heal, educate, inspire, and of course, my one word is to give hope. Welcome, Brittany. Hi, I'm so so, glad to be here. And I am so glad that you reached out to me um, to want to share this journey that doesn't get talked about. We're, you know, we hear about all the other things, especially right now with the Uh COVID-19, but we don't hear about all the other things that are just as important. So now you had mentioned that you had contracted this in 2019. Was there something that led you to go to a doctor to find this out? How does, I don't know anything about this, so I'm going to let you share with myself and my listeners what this is. Yeah, no, I was completely, I didn't know much about HIV AIDS to begin with. And it wasn't one that slept around with a bunch of people. Like I said, it came from a boyfriend that was for a long time. Um, So I got, I was pregnant. I went to the doctor, got my blood tests, you know, all the the normal stuff for pregnancy. And I'm heading home from work in my car and my doctor called me and he's like, Michelle, are you in a good place? You know, are you driving? Whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And he's like, well, I need to tell you that you came back positive for HIV. My heart dropped. I'm like, wait, run that again. That's that's not possible. Right. He's like, we ran it twice, and we need you to, you know, come into the office. Oh, boy. And at that point, like, I had to turn the music off in the car, and I just drove because I just mentally needed to, like, process digest it. that. Yeah. And so I went up straight over to my mom's house, and I told her, and she just she cried she she bawled her eyes out right which is totally understandable sure so you know it took me a long time to and not a long time but you know my father passed away a few months before I found out I was pregnant oh, I'm and I always said I wasn't gonna have any more children you know I was done I have a five-year-old now and I honestly think that he was watching over me because I had AIDS. I was at the AIDS level. If I would have gotten sick, the doctor said I probably wouldn't have made it. Wow. So I'm a firm believer that I got pregnant for a reason and that, you know, my dad was truly watching over me. You know, I have to say, we always hear these cliches and you said one of them. Yes, you said a couple about your dad watching over you, which I am firm believer on that with my daughter passing away, which is one of the motivational, if not the motivational reasons why I do what I do with this podcast. But the other part is things happen for a reason, which no one ever likes to have that be said when something bad we feel has happened to us. But absolutely. 
But like you said, and because I don't know about AIDS, I don't know HIV, I don't know that the levels of it or, or anything about it. That's what I'm going to have you share with our listeners. Um, you would have, you said you would have gotten sick and died had you not been pregnant to find that out, which is like, it sounds evil, but it was also a blessing right. at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. share with me what the difference is of HIV versus AIDS. So initially when you get infected, you have a two week period of where you're fully sick. I never once had that come to find out. They say that I probably had it for at least four years. Wow. Never showed signs, no symptoms, nothing whatsoever. And um, so, like I said, I was at the AIDS level where your immune system needs to be up at the 1500s. Between 12 to 1500 is a good immune system. Okay. I was in the hundreds. Oh, that's really Like, I was on the brink of, like, when I say that if I would have gotten sick, I, it, it wouldn't have been pretty. So HIV, so they can bring you from AIDS all the way up to HIV because you start at HIV and then your cells just start getting attacked, 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 which brings you down to AIDS. So is it the white, is it the white blood cells that are attacked? Yes. Okay. And if I know, if I know my medical, which I, back in the day was going to be a medical assistant and hope one day I was going to be a nurse, but that didn't take place. Is your white blood cells never reproduce? Is that right? Not fully. No. Okay. Okay. No, but the medication that they do give us Uh helps build my immune system back up as much as it can be. Okay. They want you for HIV patients to be at least at a 500. I'm still at like a 340. Okay. So I'm making my way. Okay. But when it comes with medicine, comes with side effects. Right. And so it's been so tough, like in every way with the medications. So how old is your baby? My newborn, well, I guess not newborn, but he'll be five months on the third. And then I have an almost six-year-old. Well, you got your hands full for sure. I love being a mom. Oh, I do. So (laughs) with the youngest being the one that you had found out that you had contracted the HIV, Mm -hmm. is that child a carrier or have anything to do? He's not. No. Fortunately, I got the medication I needed right in time, and he is HIV negative, which is a huge blessing. You know, because, you know, initially when I found out I was pregnant and I had it, I was like, oh, my gosh, I I don't want I know the stigma that comes with HIV and AIDS. Yes. It's horrible. Yes. And I don't want my child to have that. But I was I would never, you know, have an abortion or anything like that. But, you know, it's it it, ultimately it didn't matter after time. You know, know, he's going to be the perfect baby even if he was positive we'll take care of it i have a i'm from pretty firm believer that we're gonna have a cure here within the next 10 years i hope i would hope so with all the the way that technology is and medications and and just yes people are curious about curing things versus it just sitting on the shelf and saying well it's there i don't know what to do with it you know cancer is right. one of those things as well and it seems as though there's so many more cancers that are being um, right. found in, in not just people anymore, it's animals too, which I'm like, okay, yeah, where's this exactly. coming from? Um, yeah. 
So then your your son is not a carrier or is not um, has not contracted it, but you still are in the the I don't know what, what you want to call it the the zone of it could go one way or another that would change from HIV to AIDS if it's not watched carefully. So I'm in the HIV zone now. Okay. If I get sick, common cold, flu, anything like that, my immune system goes down. I can hit into the AIDS level. So your body so, cannot be compromised by anything that... Absolutely Because uh, you're already... I mean, you can't have anything come in there because it's already compromised. Uh, with right, weakness. right. Yeah. So is this a medication you have to take for the rest of your life until there is a cure found? It is, yeah. It has horrible side effects. Like, I was perfectly normal. Like, no ailments at all until I start taking this medication. Like, my feet hurt every day. My knees hurt. I can barely open baby bottles. It's definitely made my life a little bit harder in a few different areas. But you know what? I I don't think I would take it back. I know it sounds really weird. Yeah. But, like I said, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And maybe I was just given this to help other people kind of understand that it's not the worst thing in the world, you know? Right. I have to say, with all the people I talk to, we've always heard that other cliche, it can always be worse, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and you've got one of those stories that, even though it's on this end of it, like you said, the stigma, when when people would say, oh, you have AIDS or HIV, oh, stay away, stay away, I don't right. want to contract it, you know, even if you touch me, I might get it or whatever. Um, yeah. I'm sure it's not that easy, but it still makes people feel fearful around someone that they don't know what that means. Exactly. And a lot of people don't realize that there's a thing called you for you. I don't know. Do you know what that is? No, please share. So undetectable equals untransmittable. Okay. If your your CD4 count, which is your blood cell count, Mm -hmm. is below 200, you're actually not able to transmit it to anybody. Hmm. And a lot of people don't know that. Mm Mm-mm. I'm still very cautious on that just because nothing is 100% foolproof. Right. But studies show that, you know, if you take your medicine, your viral load goes down, you should be fine. But, you know. So you contracted it from a longtime boyfriend. I'm assuming that is the father of your son. Uh-huh. Did he know yes. he had it? You know... I want to I wanna believe that he didn't. Okay. But if he did, shame on him. Do I hold resentment against him? I don't. Okay. Because you know what? If I do, it's only going to eat me up inside. And that's not going to help myself grow as a person. And I refuse to lay down and just be depressed about something. You know? As horrible as it is. Life's okay. Like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be fine. I have the lifespan of anybody else as long as I take my medications. But it's still the stigma. It is, and one one I want to commend you because I know you're young, and to commend you for such wisdom that you just shared based on your personal experience. But you also know that when you're holding on to something, you're taking away from yourself. 
Absolutely. And you living your life that you were given before this took place. It's now something in your life. I've told so many people, because I know this firsthand as well, is not one person is exempt from blessings, tragedy, Mm -hmm. or pain. It's what we do with each of those that come into our lives on how we live our lives as as an individual or as an example to others Mm -hmm. that say, okay, this has happened to me, but this is how I can get through it. And I know you can too. Um, exactly. And when you say you, you don't hold a resentment, well, that comes the word forgiveness and forgiveness Mm -hmm. is like the biggest thing that people have a hard time doing. Oh, for sure. I'm guilty of that. Um, and when I learned how to deal with or understand what that meant. It wasn't necessarily telling that person, Hey, you did me wrong mm-hmm. or you hurt me. I'm going to forgive you so that you can be okay with the, 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 what you did to me as if it was a right. It was relieving, mm-hmm. releasing me of saying, you know what? I've, I've accepted this. I've learned from it because every day is a classroom lesson, but yes. I don't, I don't have to keep that weight on my shoulders, I'm going to accept it and move forward and still enjoy this, this life that I have for however long that is. So good for you. You talked about the stigma, which I am always wanting to break stigmas because there's so many of them out there, right? Like right now we have a lot going on with hate, unfortunately, and hurt and all the other things that the COVID-19 has brought to everybody, not one person, but everybody, which is quite interesting when you think about it. Um, Mm -hmm. We can affect one person, but one thing has affected everybody on so many different levels. So the stigma that I wanted to see if you could help me and my listeners maybe have a better understanding of breaking or maybe not so much breaking, but have a, an understanding of what the stigma is actually doing or not doing. What stigma are you referring to when it comes to HIV and AIDS? I would say the stigma I'm referring to is that we're gross people or, Mm. you know, we're drug addicts or, you know, we sleep around a lot. And that's honestly not the case for a lot of us. I'm actually in a group of a bunch of females that have it. And a lot of us got it from a partner that we were with for the longest time, you know, so we can't infect you. I mean, as long as you take your medicine, of course. Sure. But there's nothing different about us than there is you. Like, we're going to live the same life, you know, lifespan. And, you know, a lot more people have it than I think people realize. I mean, I walked around for how long not knowing Mm -hmm. I had it. Mm -hmm. So it's like just I wish I could just like go to a high school and say, like, get tested. Because you just don't know. Actually, you can. Nothing's stopping you. Yeah. I I would love to. I just don't know how I'd go about doing that. But, you know, I want to be an advocate Mm -hmm. because I think, especially because of how my story happened. Right. I think that I could do a lot of good. And I think I was, you know, unfortunately given this. Right. So it can be, you know, my platform to give people hope that your life isn't over. You don't have to be depressed about it. You don't have to feel like you're never going to be in a relationship because if you educate somebody about it, they'll realize it's not as bad as it seems. It's honestly related to like diabetes. You take your medicine every day, you're going to be fine. So 
There's other um, sexually transmitted um, diseases that are out there that Mm -hmm. um, have a bad stigma also. Right. And there's, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm perfectly okay with that, um, there comes a feeling of shame also. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm sure when you first found out, not only did you cry like you shared and your mom did, um, Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, so now how do I move forward that if I was to have another partner, how do you share that this happened to you? Yes. Yes, that is so, so hard. And, you know, in the state of Arizona, legally, you do not have to share that you are HIV positive. Absolutely. You do not have to share it. That's not being Morally, you absolutely should. Right. But then, obviously, you know, you have the people that just go around and start infecting people. And it's it's really sad. And... And I don't know, and I I don't want to say that they're just going around infecting people. Maybe they either, one, aren't sure they're actually carriers of it or are infected Uh with it, or they're not doing it maliciously. It's more of like, well, if they don't know, maybe it won't happen to them kind of thing. Right, Uh, right. And there was a sign in my doctor's office that was like, what you don't know may kill you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh. Powerful. That is, it is, because... Never once in my mind ever thought I would get HIV, ever. But nobody, you know, anybody can get it. You're not, you know, a perfect person. It's crazy. So is there anything different that you have to do besides take medication knowing that you have HIV? So, you know, definitely eating healthy is very huge Mm -hmm. because with my medication it it makes me have high cholesterol wow yeah that's one of the side effects yeah and then weight gain which I'm pretty good with that but it's honestly just taking care of yourself a little bit better than you would if you didn't have it okay and my mom's like Michelle do this do this do this so I take honestly I take more pills than my mom did. My mom does daily. I take about eight. Wow. Yeah. And come to find out my HIV medication wasn't covered last month and it was $8,500. Oh my gosh. It's, it's expensive to stay alive. Wow. That's, wow. That's, and that's not ethical if you ask me. What's that? That's not very ethical if you ask me oh, the financial exactly. part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's it's already tough enough to live with the expenses we have just on a regular basis. Then you add medications in there. (laughs) That's more than a house payment around here, you know? Agreed. So, and to be honest, I can say if I had the money, I probably wouldn't have gotten it. No. No. I think, you know, they have so many programs out there, Mm -hmm. like the Ryan White program. Uh, I remember Ryan White. He was the first one that was uh, founded to have uh, HIV, right? Back in the, was it in the 80s? I believe it was in the 80s, yeah. Early 80s, I think, because I was in high school when I remember this. Right. Okay. Yeah, so they offer so much, and it truly, it's a blessing, because whatever I can't cover, because I'm on, I have state insurance, so it should cover everything, but it's not. No, this. no. They're like, oh, you know, 
forget about HIV medicine. It doesn't matter. But they'll cover up to a certain amount. And thankfully, I was able to contact the manufacturer of it. And they gave me a 90-day supply. So wow, it's in the works. That is, that's always good to know. I always tell people, if you don't ask, you won't know. Exactly. So it doesn't hurt to ask. Um, yeah. With uh, So are you able to work? I mean, minus the fact that there's a lot of people that are still in the situation with the COVID-19 thing, but um, with your schedule, you're still able to work even though this takes place. It doesn't yeah. stop you. Yeah, absolutely. I can definitely work. Um, I am a stay-at-home mom right now, you know, with my two boys, and mm-hmm. especially with the COVID, yeah. not something that you I can really be out and about. Would like get. Right. <laughs> so, um, it, plus, I'm working on my master's degree in law. So I have a lot going on. Good for you. Good for you. Just finished up my bachelor's when I was pregnant. Okay. So that's amazing. Yeah. Um, You had mentioned earlier, and because you just said about finishing school and then going for your master's, you had mentioned a little while ago about being a part of a group that there are other ladies in there that you support one another where you still love life, but sometimes you feel like it's not something that, you know, is acceptable to society or even to yourself because of all the things we just talked about. Um, In this group, is it something that you guys kind of come together and, and vent sometimes or um, I'm not sure what to do. It's a mixture of everything between, you know, are you having these side effects or how are you guys coping with, you know, having to tell somebody of HIV between family, not accepting them. And I've actually had a lot of people because I wrote a story on there of my experience and how I got to be to where I am now. So I've had many women reach out to me and they're like, you know, do you feel like your life is going to be shorter? How are you not depressed every day? How do you get up and just live your life? Mm -hmm. So I think it's super helpful. And my doctor, he knows about this group and he was like, you know, I'd love to bring you along with a to a conference with me to have you speak about your story. I'm like, I would love to do that. That would be good to see. There's already the part of it in, in, in the works with the whole things happen for a reason. Um, I know we're using your, we're giving you an alias name, and I know that there's things you've talked about that you want to do, and that's going to be on, as I always tell people, my time, my terms. So you keep that as your own now, too, okay? My time, my terms. Um, yes. Would you be able to give our listeners, maybe if someone is dealing with the same situation or knows if someone that's dealing with the situation, could you give the name of this group that maybe they could, you know, inquire about maybe if they had questions or need some support? Yeah. So the group is called the lovely ladies. You can find it on Facebook. Okay. It'll be completely hidden. Okay. You know, you will go through like kind of like a moderator because you know, to be they want to ask athlete. you certain questions. They just don't let anybody in. Understood. So um, her name is Jennifer, and she's amazing. So I highly recommend that if you think you could be positive or if you are positive, just reach out. Get the support because that's how you're going to make it. I love that. So my last question that I ask people um, is what message would you like to leave with our listeners about your journey through this or just life in general? I would say no matter, honestly, what comes your way, everything is going to be okay. Just because, you know, 
you may have those bumps in the road that you don't feel you're ever going to get over. You will in time. Some may pe- some people get over it faster. Some people don't. But life could be so much worse, and you need to enjoy every moment you have because you don't. You really don't know when it's going to be your last day. No, you know, I don't. HIV is can take you anytime along with you know diabetes in general anything so just love live and just be happy is i think huge i like that so far not one of my guests and as long as i've been doing this has said the same thing and that is what is so amazing is to hear all the different stories and the the lessons we can learn I always like to be a better person than I was the day before. And Absolutely. And I, I think I'm striving um, and achieving that with each person I am in contact with as far as in, in real life or on my podcast because I learn more about not just myself, that I didn't know those things mm-hmm. were there, whether it's a feeling or something could happen, but the lives of other people that we don't, we don't walk and get to meet every single person that comes across yeah. our path. So I thank you very much for giving me your thank time you. and being my guest today. Yes. Um, it makes a difference, especially when I don't want to say it's a life and death situation, because if you think about it every day, it's a risk to even just get in your car and drive across town without getting hit oh, by somebody. Sure. Anything is yeah. possible, but to bring an awareness and an education to something such as this, that is very important. And it, does matter, especially in your life and anyone who is going through it or knows someone that's going through it. Shame is a big, big thing on a lot of different Mm -hmm. things, but it doesn't have to be as long as we have an understanding as to why we walk the way we walk, right? Exactly. Exactly. So thank you again for being my guest. Thank you. Yes. All right. Thank you again for being my guest and sharing your story to help, to heal, to inspire, to act absolutely you educated today and to give hope and to my listeners i thank you for listening please subscribe so you are notified about the next great story because these really do keep getting better and better and if you'd like to share your story or know someone who wants to share their story or be like my guest today and be anonymous you are more than welcome to be anonymous because your story is just as important. Your name doesn't have to be attached. Please email me to the address of Christine. That's with a C-H at storiesofhope.com and stories with a Y. And if you want to be a sponsor, again, please reach out to me to the address of Christine at storiesofhope.com. And until next time, everyone, I wish you well and you take care.